is already the intro. Alright then. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Justice for Gamers podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by a 2005 desktop computer running Windows Vista. That's right, Jeff G. Ash is on his Easter holidays. So if this podcast is clown shoes, it's my fault. We've got all the usual nonsense, news, views, questions, answers, fonts of Phoenix, and a very special guest in the form of Ellen. So please make her welcome. So if you like the sound of all that, then sit back, relax, and enjoy... Good luck. Good luck. Good luck to you. <laughs> Good luck to you too. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode five. I'm joined by my good friend Ash. Hello, Ash. Hello. It's <laughs> my good friend Ash there, and we also have a special guest this week, and her name is Ellen. Hello, Ellen. Hello. That's Ellen. So yeah, what do you think of that? The internet in your face. The internet. Take it deep. Take it. Take, <laughs> take it. Take it all in your mouth. Knee deep. Um. Any. <laughs> Knee deep. Yeah. So how is everybody? Is everyone good? Yeah, I am good. It's been interesting this week with all the games and stuff. Yeah, there's been a lot going on, indeed. So yeah, we got an article from Ellen which was about um, getting in the zone, really, like in the flow of gaming, when you sort of forget everything around you because you're kind of in the moment. Something that doesn't really happen to me anymore because I overdose on games on a weekly basis and just kind of, yeah, don't have to concentrate that much anymore, maybe, or I don't know. What was the last game that you zoned out on? What, like just got completely enthralled in it? Yeah, because I remember you doing that with like Bioshock, what was it infinity or infinite, infinite. yeah <laughs> yeah just played that one sitting um last of us probably the oh, last yeah, time yeah, yeah yeah totally lost in that forgot everything else around me didn't bother doing anything else for a couple of days <laughs> that was um <laughs> that'll do it what about you i don't know ask ellen i, I gotta think about this for a sec yeah it's, it's quite tricky for me even though i wrote the article because i play so little um, well, not that I play little, but I play so irregularly that to get there for me isn't actually that hard. So playing is just a complete escapism from every day rather than my every day. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you talk about like Rayman and platformers and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely challenging things like that rather than um, sort of shooters or anything. Not that I'm very good at them anyway, but it is the the thrill of the chase and making sure that you'll get to the end of the level alive with everything you need to. Um, and You're massive <laughs> on collectibles as well. Like. Oh my god, I'm d- just the worst for collectibles. Terrible backseat <laughs> driver on video games playing with Ellen in, in that you'll be walking through a room and she'll be like, have you checked that drawer? Yeah. Have you looked over there? <laughs> I can relate to that, as everyone knows yeah, uh, from the Hell Divers video. You know, I had my rant about not being able to find all the samples in that game. <laughs> well, that is true. I did watch that video in earnest. In fact, <laughs> just <Exactly. laughs> could not believe it. But I'm definitely a, a shiny hunter. If that's Indeed. 
allowed to be a thing. Yeah. The, <laughs> stuff like Bioshock and Fallout, it's all about it for that. Yeah. Like picking up shit that you just don't... Bioshock took me, like, twice as long as <laughs> you should do. <laughs> like, I think, like, the, the most, like, immersed game or, like, zoned out game, it's got to be something like Skyrim or, like, Oblivion. Just, like, absolutely losing way too many hours, like, just... Just doing those like, side quests and stuff like that. I just like all the different like events that go on and things like that. It's like uh, I think I've I've done like two or three different games on Skyrim uh, on various consoles and PC, and like I always find something new. Like one of the um, the undead guys or whatever, like the jester from there. Like uh, I think it was in my second playthrough. I was just walking down because I decided on my second playthrough to like just go through, uh, use the pass. Like don't go off the path, like or up a mountain, like randomly, like you normally do. Just jumping. Oh up really? There. Yeah, I stuck to the paths. Don't don't know why. I was just like, I'm just gonna do this. And like, yeah, I just passed like the jester guy, and like he was carrying like the the mother or whatever it is of the dead. Um, and his wagon had broken down and you had the chance to like help him out before you meet him later in the game. I was like, that's amazing, you know, shit like that you missed on your first playthrough. But yeah, they're, they're the type of games that I just lose days in, which is, isn't a good <laughs> that idea. That could be because they're so like open world. Yeah. Like there's just so much to do that you can't avoid getting lost. Like, I think that's why I don't get on with them very well. I need linear stuff. I, yeah, I struggle sometimes. Like, I, I kind of start longing for a linear experience because I just can't be fucked anymore to... But I just I can't, I just go off on a tangent. I can't concentrate on anything, like, for too long. I say, like, Skyrim in the massive open world, like, I zone out on that, but then put fucking trials on the telly and, like, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like... There could be like naked women running around next to me. Like I wouldn't notice. Like I'm so focused on that game when it's You'd on. You'd be furious that those boobs were in the way of the screen. You'd yeah, be like get out seriously. the way. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got that one. That's um, a good read, if I do say so. Um, and also we've got uh, an article that I did about console gaming versus PC gaming, <laughs> um, which was a bit of an eye opener for me. So yeah, I won't spoil that but yeah pop on the site and have a little read of that one uh, and we've got a new pez video our second custard challenge pez video which should be live when you're listening to this yeah it and will it be is the age-old question of who <laughs> is better theo walcott or andrea perlo um if there were 11 theo walcott's playing against 11 andrea perlo's it's a question we've all asked ourselves. I ask on a daily basis, Ash, although not anymore. No, we, we, we know the answer now. So we know. Science. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. It's just science. Indeed. Um, I think we're going to be doing quite a lot of these custom Pez videos because um, <laughs> they're so much fun. They are but lots yeah, of fun. Get on our YouTube and have a watch of that and then yeah. like it and then comment about it and... Um, and then subscribe to our channel and then tell everyone about it and then yeah and ask us uh, or tell us what what matches you want to see as well yeah we're taking requests if you've got um you know rob green versus Lionel messi for example oh yeah um maybe not that one shotgun messi <laughs> if we do that one <laughs> 
Sounds good. So yeah, that's about what we've got new on the site this week, and I suppose we should probably move on to what we've been playing. Ooh. All right. Games. I'm not saying it. I haven't been fucking <laughs> playing games. Well, I have, but not on my own. I haven't played any games on my own. You Have you literally played nothing on your own at all this week? It's all been... <laughs> just um, have you been playing with Milo again? Yeah, but that's not on my own, is it? That's with Milo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's still a different... It's not Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, like obviously we've, we've been playing some more Lego. Um, I, I think we're near the end. I don't know. Like we're we're balls deep into that game now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're playing that. Well, like I tried to teach him how to play Worms. He's kind of getting it, but it's going to take a while. It's a bit more taxing on the brain than like moving someone around. You know, it's like more of a strategy game in a way. I thought you'd been fucking practicing. Yeah, mate. I've been last night, and I'm yeah. like. <laughs> He seems to be a bit on it this evening. Uh, I know my skills <laughs> now. I know what to do. Hard. It's all about that water jetpack, mate. That's that's how you do it's it. It's all about the that's water. That's the one. The battlegrounds. It's it. The water is so overpowered. It's ridiculous. That was my key weapon when I was playing it with Alex the other week. Loved it. Flooding that's awesome. him out. Yeah, mate. And the water strike. I've been playing Whoa, Dave. Boo. It's like an 80s arcade game. and uh, So it's like a, an indie game. Is that what you're saying? No. Well, no. It's an indie <laughs> game in, in the, the sense of old school stereotypical indie game. It's a little puzzle game like Asteroids or Pac-Man or something. Um, I haven't got the patience for it and I don't feel that there's any sort of reward. It's not my sort of game at all. But it was free so I can't really complain. That's true. Um, give it a go because you might get into it. But honestly, no. it's like Flappy Bird or something like that. Like I immediately don't want to play this. It's game. just yeah, it is what it is. Um, and I also got some trophies this week no. on my uh, on my PlayStation. Ash, do you Did know you? what I? Uh, do you know what what trophies I got this week? Ash, on do you know? Do you know what? Did you get some for Woe Dave? No, I didn't. Did you get some trophies. For I you? didn't get any for Woe Dave. I might have got one actually for Woe Dave. No, is it Pez? I I platinumed Pez. Well done. I did it last night. This is you Wednesday. Were, you were Asian Hello. for a year. Congratulations. I was. <laughs> I was the best Asian. I was the best, the best Asian. It was my final trophy. <laughs> I, I excelled at being Asian over a 12-month period, and now I have a platinum trophy on Peds. And I was kind of distinctly underwhelmed. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's done now. Very, yeah. Yeah. What's um, next? It doesn't doesn't mean I'm going to play the game any less. No. I just play that. That's my one of my go-to staple diet games anyway. You can just make your own rules now, mate. Do what you want. Well, like Theo Walcott team versus Andrea Perlo team. I mean, that that's a, that's a, you know, any time you want to play that game, you've got that on your system. So, yeah. It's on my system. It's good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's literally all I played on my own this week. And so, yeah, both of us have just been share playing all week. So let's move on to Ellen because 
she is guest, and she has pride of place in the what we've been playing section. Ellen, what have you been playing this week? I see written here on my uh, screen in front of me, you've been playing Adventurous Dog Simulator 2015 on the Vita. Not dogging. Well, this feels like it's given it not dogging. This no. feels like it's given it quite the title, as if it should have some sort of tractor on the front of the game box. Are you mocking my love for farming sim? No. I mean, you're in the wrong company to, to mock farming simulator. I'd never <laughs> mock farming You can get simulator. out right now. <laughs> um, What's it actually called? It's called PS Vita Pets. Right. Very imaginative in the title. It's Sony's Nintendogs, isn't it? And it... But apparently much better. Yeah, it blows the dog collar off of it. Oh, we like that. Um, yeah, it's just quite fun. Uh, the dog feels far more real and is active compared to Nintendogs. It doesn't just feel like one stage up from a Tamagotchi anymore, which is nice. No longer am I just pressing four buttons. <laughs> it's nice. Um, it's very good at... like Because you have to skill the dog in... like It's got different skills and you have to boost each level. And that's decent. It's, it's nice because you feel like you are getting somewhere with the game. You know, you are progressing. Your dog is becoming more skilled and more talented. So you can do... Super dog. Yeah, it's becoming like some sort of super pup. So that you can do more <laughs> in the adventure game. So you can't open certain gates unless your dog has a certain level of strength. This was the surprising thing about it is I've seen videos of like Nintendogs and stuff before and I kind of got the picture that it was literally here is here is a dog in a room and you know like pet him yeah uh, but this has got like uh, an adventure actual mode. game mode L- like yeah. like missions You're, and a world um, and stuff the play the basic plot line is that um for some reason there is some magical mystical land in the forest that is right next to the house that you live in with your dog it's convenient yeah and you have to hunt through the forest to collect journal pages from the king that once lived there. And the journal pages will create the map to the golden cloak for the dog, which is like ultimate prize. And it's lots of mini, not quite mini games, but there are lots of puzzles to, to go through. But the answers are sort of <laughs> given to you. So you go out in the woods to collect journal pages. Yeah. So it's like slender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what they modelled it on. But they they basically like <laughs> smashed it up with Fable as well. So you've always got your dog companion. Yeah, you do nice. feel a little bit like there's a bit of the Fable thing going on. But obviously you care for the dog. But you get fined if you don't pick up the dog poo. Like, Shit. well, it's got a message. Yeah. This is the thing. It does teach you about responsibility for looking after your dog. Like, we'll come in from the forest, I'll give her some water and some food, and then she'll fall asleep. And I'm like, well, no, I can't wake her up. <laughs> I just can't. I won't. And then, obviously, my Vita then goes to sleep. And so I turn it back on and she's no less tired. <laughs> we were talking a couple of weeks ago about Tamagotchis and stuff, weren't we? I can't remember why. Yeah, randomly why. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. we were though, yeah. <laughs> We were. This thing's really impressive. Like the, it looks really nice, like graphically and that. And um, and my dog looks really cool. Yeah, you can like dress the dogs. <laughs> and they've got voices and stuff. It's a really nice little game, actually. Like yeah, I'd, I'd I started, definitely. I started this mocking you. I'm I'm not really doing that anymore. It's, no, it's nice. I definitely recommend it if you've got a Vita and 
you don't even need kids to play this game to justify it but also do turn the voices off because they are american well i was gonna say americanized but i don't think that is a word they are american and it's not even easy listening american it is full-on high school squeaky girl american or very irritating young boy like if the sims were speaking english it would be that annoying um so definitely put the subtitles on if you're gonna play but it's it's on sale at the moment um it was like 650 or something wasn't it yeah that's why i got it it's pretty good that's not bad it's a good old game. I love it. What else have you been playing? Anything? Uh, Counter Spy. That uh, was uh, PS Plus last month? Yeah, last month. And it's cross-play. Yeah, I'm still shit at that game. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually both suck <laughs> I can't get it. We both... Uh, Ash said a couple of weeks ago he just gets detected and runs to the end. I had a little go of it the other night and exactly the same. Exactly the same. Uh, well, you're a bit more adept at it than we are. It's learning the tricks of the trade with it because you sort of get to learn the way they are notified. You know, it's no, it's a little bit like Metal Gear Solid with the bring, and then they have the exclamation part like point above their head, um, and so you just learn that if that's happened, you must kill them no matter what. Um, and it is about using the cover. But what I really like about it is, even though I'm playing it on the Vita, I'm getting up my friends' scores, even if they've played it on the PS4. So, like, um, I had I beat Simon's score the other day. Cross-platform leaderboards. Yeah. That's really thing. cool. Yeah, I like it's that. It's really cool. And, like, it's always there on the corner of the screen. So you know that you need to be more stealthy to get more points. Yeah. than you have been and because I was threatening that I was going to just like load the game up for up air and smash all your scores and then I loaded the game up and I didn't do that no I, I, quite badly <laughs> in fact like, it's, it's a game that is so deceptively hard but once you get it it's really fun you're like the second or third person that I've spoken to who's been playing this as well and they're all still playing it and I'm sure I read somewhere that it's only like two and a half hours long but everyone seems to still be playing it I don't know if I, if that was well, just wrong I think Do you know that, how far through you are at this no, stage? No, no. But I, I think it is deceptive with my gaming rotor because I don't play it. I don't game every day. Yeah, you only get little bits. Yeah, so I'll only like do a couple of hours a week maybe. So it, I make games last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get my value for money somehow. Um, but it is the sort of game that because the levels are randomly generated you can always go back and play again and it's going to be different. You know, you don't learn the tricks of each level. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it just ups the challenge every time. And it does get harder as you go through. Yeah. um, Which I like, except for the fact that the bad guys get bigger guns that fire more painful things. (laughs) I need to get on this thing because there's new PS Plus coming out next week and if I don't play Counter Spy before then, then it'll sit it'll sit there for like six months so yeah. I will play this this week and I will talk about it next week about what I think as well if anyone's interested which mm. you may well be if you're listening to our podcast so yeah sounds cool they uh, are the two that I've been playing uh, and they've been good so I suppose Ash we should probably talk about all of the share playing we've been doing well where should we start do you want to talk about game night first and the frustrations that we endeavoured? Yeah, kick us off, buddy. Go for it. 
So, last week we said, yeah, GTA Highest. So, here we go again. Um, we said that we would play the final one, and we tried for many hours. We sailed through all the setup. Yeah, we did. We got into, um, spoilers, we got into the bank, we busted it open, we stole the money, we got out, we got to the bikes. Two hours later, still couldn't get to the drop-off point. Seriously. I don't know if we were all just a bit too boozed up, or it was just because it was two in the morning, but something I wasn't working. I do know. I do know that that's why. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I I'm pretty sure it's because it was two in the morning and we were a bit pissed up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we haven't actually tried it since, have we? But no, I'm, not I'm since. pretty sure that's why. It is. It was hard though, like yeah. really hard. It was uh, the setup once again. All the setup missions were fun and good. I, can you remember any of them? What did we have to do? We had to steal some bikes. <laughs> we had to do stuff. Uh, yeah, I remember the bikes bit. It all gets a bit hazy after that. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. But I remember enjoying myself a lot. And yeah, so we'll inform you later on GTA. So yeah, we've been playing GTA again. Um, We've been playing some Worms, uh, some versus matches, which has been a giggle. It's been really good. Yeah, Yeah, it has. It's it's just Worms, isn't it? But um, we've got our own teams now. Uh, I've got my team of... um, Superstar footballers. Yeah. Mine's just called Daddy because um, I was playing with my son and I was like, what should I call mine? And he was like, Daddy. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> strong name, buddy. Yeah. Good, strong name. Yeah. And yeah, we set up our own like ro- um, roster of weapons and stuff. It's quite, it's so customizable. It's really cool. Do you, do you not feel that it's finally come to an end now? the Worms formula. I think it came to an end about 99 when I was playing Worms Armageddon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely. It's become like a joke now, hasn't it? Team 17's become like a a comedy company. It's just the same thing over and over again. They do it really well. Uh, They do it tremendously well, but I mean, seriously. Is that because no one else is doing it? No, seriously, like... (sighs) Think of a game. Think of a game, any game. Like... Tetris. It, Tetris. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like, you could you could argue that Rockstar make the same game over and over again as well, but it's on such a grand scale that it doesn't feel that way. You could argue yeah. that, you know, Activision's, like, Infinity Ward, they make, like, the same game over and over again. They just make, you know, first-person wartime shooters. But Worms is such a specific thing it's like making an uno simulator like (laughs) 25 times you know it just feels i mean this one doesn't feel stale to me but i haven't played one for about 10 years and i think that's the reason why not because they've like innovated in any way well i quite enjoyed worms 3d which i feel like is a sin you're in a minority there. Yeah. I, I was younger then. I didn't know. But that was the thing, though, wasn't it? They tried something different and everyone's like, fucking, what is this? It was fun. It was like it was like when Theme Park got 3D, you know, when you could be down as one of the people go on yeah. the rides in that sort of first-person view. And it was fun, and I quite enjoyed the amount of destruction that you could see in front of your eyes of both worms and of landscape. But yeah, maybe they have come to an end. Well, I, I don't know. I don't really care what they do next, to be honest. 
Uh, I don't know if that's a bit a bit soulless. I don't care what they do next. They could make another Worms game or not, whatever they want to do. All I can tell you is that I'm enjoying this one. It's the same as all the others, but I had a break yeah. from them for years and years, and it's been really fun. It's been really good fun. I'm, I, I think it's a bit annoying, though, that you can't have like eight on eight on eight on eight on there. Oh, really? Like, can't you? No, like you can make your eight worms, and then if you have two teams, you can play eight versus eight. If you have three teams, you can only play like six versus six. Six versus six. And if you have four teams, it's four Four versus four. four. And I'm thinking, I would wager that my console has the processing power to to (laughs) have 32 worms on the screen right now. You say that, um, but we had issues with that game with like lag and stuff, didn't we? doesn't feel that well optimised, does it? Nah, not at all. There, there were issues with it. Like, I mean, the gameplay's fine, but when it was like the end of each uh, of our turns, like the game would like... Well, it froze for like nearly two minutes at one point, didn't it? We were getting, um, yeah, like a freezing between turns. When it was moving over from your turn to my turn, then it had stopped very briefly. It seemed yeah. to get worse throughout the evening. Um don't really know what to make of that, to be honest. I feel, I feel like we could have share played it with more success. Probably, yeah. The, uh... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably use share play. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll talk about the share play games that we've been doing then. Yeah, obviously, um, Pez, we share played because you can't play as custom teams online. So, so we share played that. We've been share playing it off my system. I've been making the teams for us, and then we've been recording the videos using the share button, which has actually been working quite well. Now that we've figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> now that we've got there. So that was cool, we did some of that. What else? Outlast. Yeah, so we came up with an idea that we might do a horror comedy video. But this is very much a work in progress and it might not actually happen. It might be shit. It might be it shit. happen. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what we're doing, um, we are share playing uh, Outlast, the horror game. Um, Alex is playing it and I'm sitting there, obviously just watching it on my telly. Uh, and we're both commentating over the top of it. So far, it's going quite well. We've got the game mechanics down, jumping, running, hiding. We're good at hiding. We're very good at hiding. Maybe you should apply that to counters by. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, she has. <laughs> now it's worth it's worth noting that the reason me and Ash hadn't played out last up until this point is because we're a couple of little pussies. Yeah, like we're both we both were too scared, but we can play it together. It's not so frightening when Ash is there taking the piss. Yeah, it's, it, it stops. And holding it. Your hand. <laughs> yeah, but we yeah we're looking at kind of putting little sound effects and stuff into the game like sound effects of our own yeah and it could be quite funny we've started getting theme tunes together for different enemies so that whenever they come into shot we've got some flute music for one of the (laughs) enemies yeah but I wouldn't expect anything anytime soon this is very much like I said a work in progress and We'll see yeah, how you're talking goes. weeks rather than days, aren't you, on this one? We're just yeah, I mean, with the Evo out. videos, they're quite simple to edit. Like, it's just, I've made my templates for different things so I can slot stuff in now. Um, so they, they, we, we, we can make them really, really easily now. That, that, they'll only take like a day each to, you know, sort out and render. But this, yeah, this is going to be like a work of art. <laughs> a really <laughs> shit piece of art. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and and actually, to be honest, I really enjoyed playing Outlast with you. Like, yeah, it's cool. 
it, it was that's quite I, I'm not big on horror games but no. mechanically speaking and in terms of the look of it and the feel of it that game's cool like mm. that's a good game yeah I think I think you're right there that's one thing I did notice like it, it felt well obviously I wasn't playing but it looked like it felt nice to play bit weird thing to say yeah, yeah. It looks like that feels good and then moving on to um, other games that we played single player but share played them so we could both play it how about old um, Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah, so last week we were bashing te- uh, Telltale Games quite badly for... Gave them a kick in. Yeah. That's what we did. And obviously there's a bit of a sale going on with the April sale and I was like, you know what, like, we haven't, I haven't played one of these games for a long time and I'm a massive fan of Borderlands. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, well, 1 and 2. I haven't played the pre-sequel yet. I probably will do when it goes down a bit in price. Um, so I went for the Borderlands one. Like I said last um, podcast, I, I played the Back to the Future um, game because I'm a massive Back to the Future fan, so that helped me through that game. So I thought being a fan of Borderlands, it would help me through this one. And so far, I'm definitely enjoying the story of it. Um, it was a bit slow to start off with, but um, seeing the different characters' perspectives and things like that um, with the storytelling is really good and it's really well done. But I don't see it as a game. What about you? Yeah, I mean, last week I gave it a kick in. I gave a blanket without remorse, gave all Telltale games a complete kick in, saying that they weren't fucking games. They're just stories with quick time events built into them. Um, having sat for two hours yeah, uh, the first hour hours. you played the second hour I played um, on Tales from the Borderlands I still think that they are just stories with quick time events built in but I'm a little surprised about how much I enjoyed those that story it's a really good story it's a really good script it's really well acted after a while, I, the game engine no longer offended me. <laughs> yeah, that was a major nice. issue, really, wasn't it? Like the, the game dated. engine looks dated. Like the walking mechanics aren't right. Like when you are controlling <laughs> the a character, awful. Yeah, when you are controlling a character, you know you are extremely restricted to where you can go and what you can do. Like <laughs> most of the way through this, we were thinking this is a great story. But imagine if like this had like a bit of openness to it, where we could like go and explore, like like a, a, a town, a whole town or something, and you know you had to go uh, do some investigating there and find more than just looking at a drunk guy at a bar, and then looking at another drunk guy at a bar, and then going to your objective. I mean, if you had like you know just a simple like just a fetch quest or something like that. Just to like keep you a bit more entertained, like. <laughs> no, I'm just you know, saying. Sure, gameplay when you're like gagging for a fetch quest. <laughs> that I'm really just hits saying. it home. Yeah, I know. It's a great story. It's a great story. It's great acting and so on and so forth. But it's not a fucking. It, the the closest game it comes to is a light gun game. It's it's like an on rail shooter without any of the shooting. It's just like watching <laughs> a film or a cartoon or something. It's not a game. But and I I'm get really it. enjoying it. I'm I'm actually up for playing it to its completion. I do want to know what happens. So they've obviously got me with the story. But it's actually it's not a game. It isn't a game. 
I think these type of games are perfect for like tablets and mobile devices. I don't think oh, for yeah. me they're they're not like a, a console game. I totally agree. Have you played any of the Telltale games, Ellen? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm not very really <laughs> useful here. Um, <laughs> although I have played games with quick time events. And what are your are feelings? Frustrating. <laughs> um, I feel like um, if I've understood quick time events properly, then Uncharted has a bit of that going on. Where you like it says press X now and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah, Uncharted's got a bit of that. New Tomb Raider did it as well. There's yeah. plenty of games with quick time events chucked in there. Um, I don't. I can't think of an occasion where I actually don't hate the quick time events. Like literally any game, pick a game. I I hate all quick time events because for me, quick time events are like uh, are like the game going. Look, you're playing a fucking game. This is pointless. It's like spoon like, feeding. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Contr- I know. Like, I forget if I'm really immersed in something. I forget that I'm controlling it with a control pad, and I'm just sitting there on my bed or yeah. whatever. Zoning out. As soon as it says swipe left, press X now. Takes you press out of it. Square. It's a game. It takes me completely out of it. It ruins my immersion. There is a bit of that in a, in an old GTA in San Andreas when you pop into a club and have a bit of a dance, like. You've, and there's actually a mission where you've got to do like a dance battle. Yeah, yeah. And you've got <laughs> I to totally do remember like that. triangle, square, X, triangle, triangle um, in time with the music. And it turns into like Parappa the Rapper. And it's just this weird yeah, moment. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> some games like the mighty GTA can do it. but Well, if anything, I'd probably suggest that was Rockstar taking the piss. but it it goes all the way back to like Metal Gear Solid like I remember watching my brother play that and there were quick time events in there and like boss battles and stuff and it was fun but then that's what gaming was back in the early 2000s I feel like they used to chuck quick time events in because they couldn't do it properly with you in control well now it's 2015 so fuck off seriously like Take your quick time events and shove them right up your ass. But maybe it's like there are some people out there that are at the polar opposite end to you. There are those people out there that like um, the, the combat system where you have to wait your turn. Well, that's, that's you know it's, we're getting it. We're, we're knocking on the door of um, Dark Souls and Bloodborne and all sorts now, and that's a very yeah. dangerous territory. I was also thinking a lot about that. Um, what was that Vita game that I was playing the arse off of? The Moon, what I can't remember what it was called. Rainbow Moon. Was it Rainbow Moon? That game. That that game had the else? turn-based combat, and that was well, like Final f- Fantasy combat. Yeah, like Pokemon. Similar. I hate that as well. Love <laughs> Pokemon. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's obviously a market for that sort of thing. There's certainly a market there. Um, Which they're pandering to. Uh, yeah, it's not for me though. Well, maybe the game isn't for you. It doesn't look like it. wasn't it. made for you specifically. <laughs> yeah. Posted to your door. Damn them. Damn, Damn them. Right. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I think that's all we've been playing. Games.
So now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix, Ash. What? What now? <laughs> it's that part of the website that you frequent. Uh, you always know exactly what's on there. Every week you're like, oh, I can't wait to talk about Fonz or Phoenix. I'm so up to date with this stuff. <laughs> Just give me a minute while my netbook loads. Okay, I'll, go, I'll give you a sec. Okay, no, you, you load it up, we'll wait. Thanks, I'm there now. So last week, we've I've nailed those three last week. So this Now week, you're checking which ones are new. Here we go, right? <laughs> go on then. Just the one this week. It's about the kids. It is just the one. It's all about the kids. This is cool, actually. I like this. Um, so this was a study conducted by Oxford University into gaming uh, in children and how it affects them or doesn't affect them. Um, IRL. Except they worded it much better in a document uh, <laughs> rather than the way I've just said it. But anyway, the story is um, bad behaviour, aggression and poor academic performance are not linked to video gaming. Um, they found that um, if kids played video games for a long period of time, then they could become violent or um, aggressive or you know, pissed off or have Agitate. shit performance at school or whatever, but that that was nothing to do with video games as a format. That's just to do with, you know, sitting in front of something for hours and hours at a time. It's yeah. the same as if you were binging on a box set or, you know, watching like all of the Lord of the Rings movies one after the other. Or if you were just <laughs> continuously running for 10 hours, you know, you wouldn't want to do anything after that. No, you wouldn't. You absolutely would not. Exactly. I feel like a lot of this comes down to parenting. It does come down to parenting. When I when I wrote the Fonz originally, I put a little caveat at the bottom of my own, which said, um, and I decided that it was a little pretentious, so I removed it, but uh, podcast listeners, I'll let you into it now. I basically put at the bottom of this, um, anyone who knows anything about the video game industry this is of absolutely no surprise to them whatsoever if you're the sort of person who thinks that video games cause people to like go out and shoot people or kill each other then kindly leave the site immediately <laughs> because uh, that's kind of how I feel about it it's it's ludicrous to it suggest so yeah um but I can read a little thing from the uh from the report here this is from, and this is going to be a tricky one. <laughs> this is a, a quote from the lead author of this study, Dr. Andy Przybilski. Sounds good. We'll go with that. Okay. Like uh, he said, We can see links between some types of games and children's behaviour as well as time spent playing. However, we cannot say that gameplay causes good or bad behaviour. We also know that the risks attached to gameplaying are small. A range of other factors in a child's life will influence their behaviour more as this research suggests that playing electronic games may be a statistically significant but minor factor in how children progress academically or in their emotional well-being. So it's basically the saying that the study didn't link anything with anything. It was kind of irrelevant, and those are the sort of findings that w it would be nice if they were a bit more public. 
Well, it's from Oxford University. Surely that's kind of big, isn't it? You know. Well, yeah, but it's it's not been widely reported in the mainstream media. Whereas, you know, the the you know well, some because, story comes along. Go on. No, it's because everyone needs something to hate, you know, or something to blame, and you know, computer games are always a, a nice, easy go-to blame thing because you know, well, they always have been. It doesn't really fit the sort of Daily Mail syndrome where it can't take a headline on a front page that's going to scare the life out of you. Daily Mail front page. Video games don't hurt anyone. No one's going to buy that. <laughs> no Daily Mail reader will buy that. No, exactly. They'll, they'll switch to the sun. But if it's like, kid kills 40 people because of computer games, shit, everyone's going to buy that. Yeah, yeah, kid kills 40 people, um... The son discovers that he once sold um, GTA 3 at a boot fair. So he must have owned it beforehand and that I thought that um, he spent his all all days playing Adventurous Dog Simulator 2015. (laughs) I thought that was the story. Yeah, it will drive anyone to a massacre. It's a dangerous game. (laughs) Incredibly gory. Indeed, but yeah, it's good news. I mean, but like you said, like everyone, anyone that's listening to this already fucking knows that. So it's just for <laughs> yeah. the masses just need to understand it. And parents just need to bloody police their kids. It's that simple. Damn right. It's it's not hard. You just like, you just say no. Yep. And buy the Lego games. Exactly. And play them with your children. So now it's time for the news. The news. <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam was waiting for that. I nearly I forgot to do it, it as well. I was like, shit, I'm, I'm ready for the news. Let's go. We would have sat here in fucking silence until you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't have edited it out either. I'm that's editing fine. the podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. So if it's been absolute toilet up until now... Then that's why. Blame that um, if you'd have, if it had taken you ten minutes to remember to do that, I wouldn't have edited that out. The it's podcast fine. would have been ten minutes longer with ten minutes of silence in the middle of it. Cool. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <He's happy. laughs> let's get going then. Here comes the news. Uh, number one, uh, PlayStation TV price cut to forty four ninety nine. Sales go up over twelve hundred percent. What do you think of that? <laughs> Yeah, it's good, isn't it? You um, you mentioned that you were considering getting one of these. Yeah, I'll probably buy one. I need to do some investigative uh, investigating into it, uh, just to make sure. I, I want to find out what apps and stuff you can run on it and things like that. Because I'm thinking about buying one uh, for the bedroom, um, so I can sit there in bed and play games. Or the wife can go up there and watch Netflix or other programs and stuff like that. So I, 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 I want to see like what stuff you can get in it because I want to get like a media streamer um, for that room. But this this might do the job. Cool. Yeah, I don't really know a great deal about it because uh, it, it's of no use to me in my current situation. But um, yeah, it, it it was a. It was always going to sell well with at that price. Yeah, definitely. Like a That's deal. a steal at that price. Like, why wouldn't you buy one? Well, obviously, you don't need to. <laughs> when you can buy the Amazon one 
for like what was it like 70 pounds and then you pay for prime on top of that every year or something i think that it's worth it and the fact that you can then play games in bed at the same time yeah. if you've got a ps4 you're away aren't you yeah. it plays exactly. beta games and stuff as well yeah it does yeah. so yeah you um at the moment i think you get four free vita games as well if you buy it at this lower price that's cheeky that's nice well checks we like that so yeah uh number two Zelda Wii U delayed beyond 2015. What a Nintendo <laughs> thing to say. Beyond 2015. That's nice. Um, before we talk about this, I don't think there's going to be much to talk about. None of us own a Wii U, um, and all of us have different experiences with Zelda. I have none. Um, I recognise <laughs> that Zelda is a um, a huge franchise for Nintendo. The Nintendo Direct conference where they are basically going to tell you all the cool shit they're doing over the course of the year takes place uh, while we're, we're recording this podcast it's 9.36pm right now and it takes place in an hour and 24 minutes so unfortunately <laughs> we can't tell you what happened at that That um, can I just stop you there buddy that information on, buddy. is just as good as the Ubisoft email that I received earlier this week telling me about the Rainbow Siege live Twitch feed <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm all over this. Get it up. Come on. It's only like five hours late. It finished, didn't it? <laughs> it was all done. It was all done and dusted. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I watched that today. Oh, good. It's archived on the site. Uh, that looked very good. But anyway, yeah. Why now am I thinking about buying a Wii U? I think it's you because you're always on about it. I'm always wanking over Nintendo. It's because I've never had a Nintendo. I know, and I'm thinking I should buy a Wii U now. They're quite, they're quite cheap. <sighs> Is that just because I want one? That I you're probably buy one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to buy one, but I'm like, oh yeah, that, you know, that would be good. I'm not a massive fan of the Wii U. I played it at Eurogamer a couple of years ago, and it was clunky and horrible and heavy. Is it the controller that you didn't like? Yeah. Is it true that the controller only has a battery life of an hour and a half? Well, that was true when I was playing it a couple of years ago, <laughs> but that may have now changed. That's what I'm wondering, because I'm pretty sure that not only was that true at launch, but also you couldn't use it while it was plugged in. Like, you had to... What, like, unplug it? <laughs> you can you can use it whilst it was charging? I don't think so. That's impressive. No, that does... I'm sure that's not the case anymore. That does but, sound um, a bit backwards. Yeah, but Nintendo. They're special. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, either way, um, I think Zelda. That's going to be the one. The that's the one that would push you over the edge into, into Wii U country. Into NX country. NX. Yeah, this is the thing, see. They, they've they announced their new console, and we talked about that last week and why they did that. It was because they wanted everyone to know that they weren't abandoning console development and gaming and so on just because they're putting Mario onto your Android or whatever. But now they've announced that. I mean, obviously we knew there was going to be another Nintendo console coming. Um... But so, so soon. It hasn't really changed anything, but now they've announced it, I just feel like, what's the point yeah, of buying definitely. a Wii U? Can't help but feel that way. I mean, you got Star Fox coming out at the end of the year, um, and Zelda at some point next year. Maybe. It's, mm. it's the lack of third party that kills it for me, personally. I think that's the charm of it, though. Well, you like that about it. Well, no, but that, game that is, like, you know, that's its selling point. It's like, look... This is us. You can't get this anywhere else. Deal with it. 
Yeah. They are the masters of the console exclusive. They're an institution. They are. Um, so yeah, we'll move on because we don't really know that much about it. And to be honest, like we could be putting our feet firmly in our mouths right now because in an hour and a half, they could be announcing. <laughs> yeah, they could anything. announce that Zelda's coming out tomorrow, and yeah. we'll be doing a podcast about how Zelda's been delayed, and it would be three days come, coming out after it was released as a game. <laughs> Surprise! Um, we move on to Halo Five gets October twenty seventh release date. I thought this was already out. Halo Five, <laughs> I really did. I'm sure some Halo game came out, you know, or something. It was the Master Chief Collection that's out at the moment. I thought that was Halo Five. With all the rest no, as well. No, different. <laughs> you can tell out how touch we are with Xbox. <laughs> I lost interest on Halo after, like, what was the, what was the really bad one? Is it ODST? Reach. Is, is it Reach? Reach. I liked Reach. Yeah, but then after that, I was just like, nah. ODST. <laughs> Fair enough. Does that? I couldn't hear you, Ellen. You broke up. Did you say ODST? I did say ODST. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, after that, because I was just like, nah. That was like a stopgap game, wasn't it? It wasn't like a proper release. Although yeah. they are remastering that and releasing that on the console in the coming weeks. Great. So maybe they, nice. they don't agree. Enjoy so that. some sort of a cra- Assassin's Creed fever they've got there. We're trying our best <laughs> to accommodate uh, Xbox users on this podcast. We don't have Xboxes anymore. We were big 360 gamers. We got nothing against Microsoft. We hope that the con- their console does well. And we will try and accommodate you as best we can no doubt i'll buy one in the next couple of years as is probably (laughs) yeah yeah it will happen you'll get a little hankering and it'll grow is that because the price would have dropped so much well it already bloody has hasn't it (laughs) it's just gonna keep going i can't help it i can't help it (laughs) (laughs) when the ps3 dropped price and it became slim i was like well you know that that's got some games on it i want to play so i got one you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just makes sense. It sounds like the fact that Halo 5 has a release date is a cool thing. And and so is the fact that we have the Xbox Live Games with Gold April announcement. Oh, See, we're trying really up. hard, Xbox gamers. I promise you, we can't help but be vaguely biased. We have PS4s, we haven't got Xboxes, but we're doing our best for you. And... um Yes. So what have we got? We got Child of Light and Pool Nation FX for the Xbox One. We've got if you're a 360 gamer, then you're fucking away here. Yeah. You got Gears of War Judgment, Terraria, Black Flag, and Army of Two Devils Cartel. That's not bad, is it, for nothing this I'd month? be happy with that. Oh, it's not nothing though, buddy, because you pay your subscription. Oh, you pay a subscription, so, so you pay So it's not for technically them, free, really. is it? Yeah. It's not free. <laughs> Obviously. I think that's. I'm trying to be objective, I promise. I think that Child of Light and Paul Nation FX as your free Xbox One games, that's a bit weak, in my opinion. Child of Light, you can pick that up on both stores right now for around the £10 mark, maybe a little bit less. Paul Nation FX is, you know. It's like an indie game, isn't it? It's like a sort of mini clip game. Yeah. You know, we've got a similar on... Um, what's the one we play on PS4, the pool game that we bought? Pure Pool or... Pure Pool, Real yeah. Pool or yeah, Pure we pool. bought that one. But there's also the free 
kings of pool or pool kings or whatever it is as well. Yeah, and this right. this sounds a bit like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I if I was an Xbox One gamer, I'd be a bit disappointed with that, mainly because of the PS Plus lineup that's um, coming out alongside it. Uh, and I think we we're, we're getting a much better deal here this month. Um, PS4, we've got Tower of Guns, which is a I think it's single player first person shooter, but it's in the sort of old school kind of unreal vein with um i think that the levels are procedurally generated so plenty of replay value that sounds cool we've got aru's awakening which is a 2d side-scrolling platformer looks quite interesting a little i don't really know what it is you play as but it looks like he can shrink and get bigger and it looks like it'll be a fun little puzzle game um and the one that i'm most excited for never alone which is a um You've got like a little arctic wolfy foxy friend. Um, and that looks like that could be the one for me. It seems like every month now I've got something with like Transistor and there's always something coming along that it becomes my game of the month that I really, really enjoy. And, and I feel like this one, it will be this one. Uh, have you seen anything about this one? I think it's going to be a good one. And really like the idea that it's quite cute. Reminds me a little bit of um, was it Ori that you were playing last? Act? Yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. It's got that sort of cute, nice animation. Yeah, yeah definitely like, looks really nice, and it looks like it will feel really smooth to play. And I think that's going to be the one on PS4 that I play the absolute balls off of. I think Killzone Mercenaries is going to be the one that I play the absolute balls off because fucking finally I'm going to get my PS Vita back tomorrow. I'm just going to play the balls off of it. I don't care. You can do what you want. I'm well looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you've both got Vitas. I'm, I'm quite jealous about that. But yeah, that, that looks like a good one. Um, PS3 gets Dishonored as well. Uh, uh, worth mentioning. That's an absolutely brilliant game. Definitely jealous of that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. But yeah, you, you've both got Vitas. You get Killzone Mercenary, which is looks cool it well reviewed it um, looks beautiful from what I've seen on the Vita as well and you get yeah. Monster Bag are you excited about that one Ash? what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you're like a little monster that you just go around trying to find your friend an adorable puzzle game about a bag shaped monster named V trying to reach his friend Nia without scaring the pants off of people may or may not include a battle of wits, skill, and the inevitable apocalypse. Cool. He yeah. definitely just made that up. I, I read that off the screen. <laughs> I read it off the screen. <laughs> I mean, some pain, my right foot's gone to sleep. Oh. I need a- <laughs> Danger. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good lineup. Are you happy with that? Is everyone happy with that? What do you think about it, Ellen? I think there's not a lot we can do. That's not the attitude. There's not a lot we can do. What we can do is we can start our own podcast where we discuss these issues and try and gain some traction with people in an effort to try and change things that we're not too happy about. That's what we can do. The sort of podcast you're on right now. So I ask you again, what what do you think about the a- April PS Plus lineup? Something tells me you weren't pleased with my previous reply. Um, I think that it... It's shit hot, actually. It's beautiful, isn't it? We like it. And um, I do feel a bit sorry for the uh, Xbox One people 
You agree with me then? I'm not being, I'm not being moany. Well, no, I, th- I think that the balance between the range of what Sony can release on, because they have the added level of the Vita, not that it's the best thing in the world, by the way, which it totally is. But it's just Child of Child of Light is. It, like, it's been out for ages on both platforms. It's been down in the sales below like seven, eight, seven pounds, six pounds, several, several times. And then to pair that with a pinball, uh, uh, sorry, a pool game. A pinball game. (laughs) Pretty prefer a pinball game. It's a pinball Um, wizard. It's a bit poor. I think it's a bit poor. 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 You just can't do that at this level. (laughs) Once again, people are going to complain, where's my AAA titles? If you want a AAA title, get a PS3. You're not going to get AAA titles on the PS4 for, I reckon, another, like, six to eight months. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. I'm going to say that before E3 in June, we we will get knack. We say every month we're going to get knack. <laughs> well, we just assume that they're going to give it away at some point. They will. Uh, they'll give away that and Rayman uh, at some point. <sighs> Rayman's brilliant. Cracking game. But I, I think this uh, this month's lineups, yeah, it's decent. It's good. I mean, they're all games that I haven't played, so it's fine. That's the main thing. Like, I hate seeing games that I've already bought on there. And that that will happen. Um, people are going to complain about that in the future, and then be like, "Oh, I've already bought this game like six months ago or a year ago. Why are they give me that?" Yeah, but whatever, man. You those pay people your money, are dumb. You make your choice. Yeah, sod that lot. Yeah, it is your choice if you want to spend your money or not. They're not saying you have to buy this. But yeah, I think it's good, very good. Agreed. Shall we move on to Spotify? No, it's not Spotify, mate. It's uh, PlayStation Music featuring Spotify. <laughs> right, yeah. So I've got a weird one with this. Go on then. Got a Sony phone. Load up my Sony Walkman app no. to oh. listen to my music. And up comes, sign up to Spotify. And I'm like, I've got the Spotify app. I've got a Spotify. I don't need a secondary Spotify. <laughs> oh, well, I bundled my... it in. Yeah. If you like, because you can sign into the PSN network now via the Walkman app, and then on top of that, you can bundle. It's bundled in Spotify on the Walkman app, even if you already have Spotify. I mean, presumably the Spotify app is is better than Sony's attempt at a Spotify app. It's well, it's weird because it's built in the Walkman one, but I didn't explore it knowing that I already had. Sounds confusing, like. Yeah, it threw me. Yeah. And I just told it to go away and went back to the Walkman app knowing I had the separate ones. But apart from that, I think it's quite a nice idea and it should have happened sooner. What about you, Ash? What do you make of this? I think the fact that they've mixed with one of the or the biggest online music, you know, streaming services is fantastic news for us. They've claimed exclusive as well, haven't they? For, well, um, for the foreseeable time. future. Yes, they have. Their words. Indeed. Yeah. So, I, th- I think it's fantastic. Like, uh, I miss the days of, in the old 360, where you'd load up, you, you could store your own music on it and then, like, make your playlists and stuff. Unfortunately, I think the 360 does it better than the Spotify app because I'm pretty Which is sh- mental. Yeah, I know. But the, the reason is because I'm pretty sure that on the 360, uh, when you played your music, it just cut out the music of the game. It did. Yeah, it did. And I was really surprised that it didn't do that. 
it's good if because that way you, ha- you actually have the option of if you want to listen to the music and the game audio music, you can, which is weird. I don't know why you do that, but you can. I don't get it. Why did why have they made it like that? So That's you not can, the only problem with it either. No, I know there are issues with it, um, but in in the. The, the big picture of it, I think it is absolutely fantastic. I've been gagging for this for a long time since my Sonus got moved from my gaming area, so I couldn't listen to music on game night. <sighs> Stitch up, mate. I know, right? I got rumbled. I think it's great. I think it's cool. Um, it's weird that it doesn't integrate with the games. It's like a different thing. It's like running two games at once. It, the reason that they held this back, it, it looks to me like it's the the suspend resume integration needed to be there for them to launch it yeah. so that you can run it as a separate app whilst running a game. But it's got some really, there's some really strange things about it for me. For example, as you say, the fact that if you're listening to Spotify, you load up a game, it doesn't cut the music uh, and and the 360 did that from launch, from what yeah, I can remember. Exactly. Um, yeah. I find that really weird. I find it really weird that um, it's given you the option to run it as a widget so that if you hold down the PlayStation button, you can skip tracks and change the volume and stuff. But if you're in a game and you want to change albums, you have to suspend the game as an app and then go into the Spotify app to change the album. Yeah, exactly. So you're playing GTA and and you want to change what album you're listening to on Spotify. You have to suspend GTA 5, the game, to load up the Spotify app again. And then when you go back into GTA, you've been disconnected from the service because you suspended GTA. Yeah. It, that's really dumb. It is really dumb, but it's early days, and I think they've already said that they're going to be working together with Spotify to like fine tune this app. And I'm guessing like they've got the capabilities there to fix it, and they will. So that's the end of the news. have a question for us here at the justice for gamers podcast every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out and now it's time for questions and answers and before we begin ash has a useful tidbit of information for you go if you like games like me, you might want to go to Germany and see Gamescom. It's on sale now. <laughs> was that it, or was there something like to do with anything there? Um, yeah, um, if you book your tickets before the thirtieth of the fourth, um, they they are a massive two yo-yos cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> So um, that will save you on flights or travel. You know, you can spend that two yo-yos on other things. Yeah. You could probably drive there. It can't take that long. Not for two euros. Train. Train. That'd be nice. Not for two euros, no. You need more than that. 
but um, yeah, you can get the the Euro. But then again, if you're a child under the age of six and you can get there, you're in for free. <laughs> well, there we go then. And six-year-olds are tiny, so you could presumably stow yourself in like an exhaust pipe or um, <laughs> rolled up in a sleeping bag. I don't know. Yeah, there's many ways to do it. <laughs> Under a lorry. Under a lorry. No, it's, classic. It's all the rage. Classic. Yeah, textbook. I've heard about that. They're, uh, they're doing, it's big in Calais. <laughs> it's massive in Calais. They love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Questions. We have two. Oh. Um, the first one is from Tom, uh, and he says, uh, he asks, are you going to have competitions and shit? We could do like competitions and scoreboards, and then um, we could keep scores. Um, what, like gold stars on chartboard sort of thing? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, we <laughs> we are going to we're adding a donate button to the website. This isn't a competition. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, the Quite competition the is, is you don't make us. as much as you want. You know, the highest donator wins the competition. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we're um, we're adding a donate button to the website in case anyone fancies chucking a bit of money our way. Yeah, the, we've got sort of overheads doing this and we're not taking advertising money from anyone, which is why we can say whatever we want on our website, which is very nice, but doesn't pay the bills. So... Um, we're adding a donate button to the website. We've probably set up some sort of system where if you make a donation, then you will be mentioned on the podcast. Um, it's very much a work in progress at this point, but it's coming soon. And um, we'll we'll tweet about it and, and update on Facebook and, and, and on the website as well um, once we've got all that sorted. As for competitions, um, we'll probably eventually get some T-shirts made or something, but it's a bit early doors right now. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Yes, but no. That's the answer. Or no, <laughs> yes, but yes. But no. Yeah, no, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and our other question this week comes from Sam, and he says, "Best game for under ten pounds?" Question mark. Skyrim. Skyrim's two pounds on Steam at the moment. <laughs> You could buy five of them. You could, <laughs> not for under ten pounds. Ah, four of them then, <laughs> and then maybe like the DLC as well. I'm sure that's probably like one ninety nine. Do you think that's a bit upsetting that Skyrim's two pounds? No, it's awesome. It clearly just means that everyone has bought it, and there's no one left. So they're like, yeah, there's no one left to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, meh. I'll try and sell it for £2. They might buy it again. <laughs> I know I did. Well, anyway, I did some... I did some scooting about the online stores for you, Sam, and I found some very cheap games, some under £10 games. I know for a fact that you're a PS4 gamer. Uh, I also know that you've bought Thomas Was Alone, uh, which is unfortunate, <laughs> as it was one of my suggestions. Um... But yeah, you can get Thomas Was Alone for like six pounds, six pound fifty, something like that. At the moment, that game's fucking brilliant. You should you should buy that. Um, not you, Sam, because you own it. But um, if you don't own it, buy that. Uh, and also, Tomb Raiders dropped below a tenner. Um, and you played that all the way through, didn't you, Ash, on the PC? And you really liked it. That- yeah, I had it on PC on Steam. I think I pre-ordered it on Steam. 
which um, after doing that once I'll never do again because obviously there's so many other places you can get it cheaper and yeah I've really enjoyed that game it was wicked awesome it was everyone's always about like oh no like there's so like about how she's meant to be innocent and then suddenly she just kills like 20 people and then she's like oh no blah 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 it's like yeah it's a game you get everyone knows what Tomb Raider is I mean if you don't, then I don't know who you are. You're a bit weird. You're going to kill people. Yeah, I definitely feel like you just ruined that plot line for me there. Have yeah, spoiler alert. It? Fuck's sake. She kills people. We didn't have a clue, mate. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> My bad. Are you, are you interested in this at all? You've got a PS4. Yeah. You, it's Tomb Raider. I'm on, uh, woman. I'm on the other Tomb Raider game at the moment. Oh, that's the other game I've been playing. Bit late now. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> what is it? Osiris? Osiris of Light. Temple of Osiris. That one, yeah. I oh, no, it's Guardian one. of Light. The other one, I'm just mashing them together. It's fine. No. Osiris of the Light. Yes. Yeah I, like it. yeah, I like Tomb Raider, but I'm never very good at it. I always find it a little bit too finicky mm. to get my head around all the controls. But the uh, Osiris is quite good. Um, whether or not I'll go in for the Tomb Raider one for 950, I'm not sure. Um, but I will definitely eat up Thomas's alone because I've I've played a little bit of it. And why would you not? It's so want to it's play so a game? good that thing. It really is. Heads up about Tomb Raider: the controls are better than the first two Tomb Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Just a heads I up. I thought that Ash, to be the case. Referring to the fact that I played the first two Tomb Raiders last week. One thing that I did like about it, it's it's moved from that kind of cartoon-esque Tomb Raider that was on the 360. It's got a lot more serious. It's got a lot more bloody and gory. Gritty. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Quick time events, though, mate. Fuck off. No, nah, mate, but it's fine. It's part of parcel of the game, you know. It's what it is. Is but... it a bit... Is it a bit Uncharted-esque? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's a linear game. You're gonna you're gonna get that. There's all kinds of shiny shiny stuff to pick up. You know, there's a map you've got to unveil. You know, standard. It's a basic linear adventure game, but it's done really well and it looks really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted by it. I've I've actually got it on Steam, um, but I no longer have a system that could run that. Rest so, in peace, Bertha. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm quite tempted by that for under a tenner. Um, I was also being thorough, despite knowing that Sam is a PS4 gamer. Uh, so I found some I'm sorry, Xbox buddy, One deals. but you missed out one crucial PS4 game that's under a tenner. Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I found some Xbox One deals as well. And... Um, uh, what can you get? Uh, games with gold on Xbox is a confusing beast. They give away games, but they also discount them as well. Uh, and one of their big discounts this month is Lego Marvel Super Heroes for £8. Do on it. Xbox One. You love that. Fucking you love, do you it. You fucking love it. You, you, you love it. Just do it. Oh, £8. What are you going to spend £8, £8 on? Get involved. Just buy Only it. Only a tenner for the other... Uh, it's like £10.13 or something for the um, 
Lego game movie thing as well. But yeah, that Lego was over movie. A Buy that 13, as well. Fourteen p over a tenner. So uh, I didn't include that. You can also get Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity, for nine pounds sixty-five on CD keys for the Xbox One. Logo. That seems quite reasonable to me. Indeed, I just wish that they sold like PS4 games on there like that. And they are. Are they? They are slowly slowly moving towards doing such a thing. Oh, um, God. There's three or four games on there at the moment that are, um, yep, CD keys are selling, digital downloads, Last of Us is one of them, a um, couple of like indie games and stuff. They seem to be sort of putting a toe in, so to speak. We could do with that because it could really help bring the store prices down, the yeah, monopoly definitely. that Sony's got. But yeah, CD keys, man. Have a have a little look. They got a few bits and bobs on there at the moment. A few games. It it suggests that they might be they might be thinking about doing some digital download sales soon. So I think that'll probably do us for uh, podcast five. Is it five? It is five. Episode five. The one after four. It is. It is the one after four. Have you had a nice time, Ellen? Oh, it's been wonderful. Thank you very much. (laughs) We've enjoyed having you on. It's really nice to hear someone's voice that isn't Ash's voice. Thanks. Cheers. I'm sure he'd agree. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) gone to head it's been a very nice experience well I'm sure we can have you back in the future probably Um, I'll have to talk to Ash in private to make sure that that is acceptable (laughs) but uh... (laughs) we'll do that I'm secretly being graded well, no, we well, have another you know. Google Doc on the go at this moment that you can't see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How frightening. So, yeah, if this is absolute drivel, then um, it's because I edited it together on a netbook rather than Ash doing it professionally like he normally does. Um, but thanks very much for joining us. And we will catch you next time. Normal service will resume next week where we. Uh, record on the Thursday Um, so if we've missed any Thursday news this week and you're wondering why then it's because it's Wednesday Uh, everyone say hello from Wednesday hello Wednesday there you go Uh, (laughs) but yes until next week um, keep heading to our site keep telling people about our site if you could write us an iTunes review that'd be really nice because we haven't got any at the moment and it will help us rise to a position of power on there where we can look down on other podcasts from on high. (laughs) You can find out things about us at www.justiceforgamers.com. You can contact us, contact at justiceforgamers.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook forward slash justiceforgamers. Twitter is at justiceforgamer. And until next week, uh, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Ash. Bye. And it's goodbye from Ellen. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Twats.
you've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>